Hey, hey, everyone. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are excited to talk about what we wanted to be when we grew up. And thank you again so much, real quickly, for helping us reach our goal of 50. I just want to throw that out there first before we get right into it. Yes. So <laughs> I was so excited. I kept uh, Mikey updated all day yesterday and, and I I was speechless. To me, it's a little, it's a, it's a big milestone, even though it's a little one, but it was exciting. It was an exciting feeling. The little steps are the best. Absolutely. So please kick back, relax, and enjoy the entertainment. Okay, Mikey, I am going to start off with what I wanted to be. And the earliest thing that I can remember that I wanted to be was a marine biologist. I had a fascination with whales and dolphins. And I would say that by the time I made it to the sixth grade, I remember being in the library and we were learning like we had these little tasks, part of our homework or whatever, our daily work was we were given a Dewey decimal number. And I'm pretty sure that uh, the youngins have no clue, no clue what the hell that is. Yeah. But after like I would search and search and search and it got easier, you know, the more we learned about it. But then I found out that in the library that I would have 11 more years of schooling after high school and I was done because there was there was no uh, studying or using the World Wide Web because that didn't come out until way later. Right. Encyclopedias. And, yeah, that's what we had. We had encyclopedias. <laughs> we had out of date. <laughs> we had out of date research uh, magazines and and books and things periodicals. like periodicals. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to be whenever I first. Uh, I guess, considered uh, a future occupation. How about you? Um, well, let me add on yours a little bit. I, I think that's a great idea. Um, me, personally, I could probably never be a marine biologist, and I'm going to tell you why. Only for the fact that I am terrified of open water. Like, I can be on the beach or whatever, and that's okay, but, like, the farther out and the deeper you get, I guess it's open spaces, major open spaces. I could never, I could never. But uh, anyways, mine, uh, this is probably going to come as a surprise to a lot of people considering where I am at in the world today. Uh, my first, as far back as I can remember, occupation that I wanted to be when I grew up was a pastor. What? Yes, girl, yes. And I know it's crazy <laughs> considering where I am at in the what? world today. But yes, uh, so the reason why I wanted to be a pastor was when I was younger, we used to go to church a lot with you know, my mom, my stepdad, and then my my dad never went to church, but my quote unquote stepmom did. And I remember, and I still can remember the first time I ever told her that I wanted to be a pastor and she was so excited and things like that. Um, but I, I wanted to... Uh, 
to be a pastor for a few reasons. Um, I really wanted to make a meaningful impact on people's lives. And I know this is going to sound funny, but like to me, whenever I went to church, it was all about Sunday school as a kid. And Sunday school was fun. You know, right. you had uh, crafts that you would do and candy and things like that. So I'm like, cool, this is what it means to be like a pastor. We get to make crafts and play can <laughs> eat candy and stuff like that. Aww. Um, but like, I, I kind of, you know, as I got older, I saw things, um, and kind of made up my mind about a lot of things. Um, and, and I just decided this probably isn't for me. Um, but you know, everybody's entitled to their own views and that's okay. I am totally cool with that. Right. And that's why I love you so much. Cause you're so open-minded to like learning too, just like me. Yeah. Um, a pastor, I mean, so <laughs> I'm not, I, this is something that I could actually talk about for a while because I've had a lot of experience in different types of religious settings. And I mean, everything from Catholic, Catholic to Unitarian, uh, Wiccan to Latter-day Saints, you know, uh, Mormon. I've been a part of like a whole unit. Did I say Unitarian? Unitarian. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. I've been a part of a whole bunch of different religious um what's the word organizations yeah. <laughs> sectors mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes it felt a, sometimes it felt a little cultish but yeah i i i never i never would have thought of a pastor that's uh, yeah. interesting so it cool is. yeah yeah and i just you know as as i got older you know i you get you can you get to make up your own mind about things and there like you said there are so many religions and it, it kind of boils down to that i'm not a quote-unquote religious person i've turned into a spiritualist person so mm -hmm. i don't believe necessarily in one god i believe in a higher power we'll just leave it at that because this could go a lot of places so. oh yeah for sure for sure so yeah that's that's where i'm at right now okay well then moving on i want to talk about this one i think i was the most passionate about and it was with me, like inside me for a long time. And that was, I wanted to become a wound care nurse. That stems from probably about 10 years old, I believe. My, my nanny had diabetes and she ended up uh, getting a sore on the bottom of her uh, right foot mm -hmm. and the bottom of that or that that store ended up uh turning to gangrene and gangrene it, it's an open wound so this is going to be gross right. so i guess like if you want to skip this part that's fine because it does it it might be a trigger too graphic make you go or whatever but <laughs> um i remember the nurse coming out to the house and having to clean that wound and obviously somebody had to be taught and the only people that were living in the house was my nanny me and my pawpaw so my pawpaw learned but they wanted me to learn too in case he wasn't there for whatever reason so I had to go through the little training and and the nurse was taking this really long q-tip looking thing and and we had to go up into the open wound in her foot and clean it out um bandage it you know, all the medicines. And I was just intrigued. I was like, this is so cool. And maybe from being raised a lot by my grandparents, 
brought me like it, I can identify with older people a lot easier than I can younger people. Same. And I I love to take care of them and I ended up not being a wound care nurse because I <laughs> the way life went, I ended up becoming a teen mom. And you know, at the age of 14, just starting high school, there was a lot of obstacles and there was nowhere near the amount of educational support for teen moms right in the 90s right so yeah i ended up giving up on that dream um life went by really really quickly i did in 2010 early 2010 i was blessed excuse me to work in the caregiving field that worked mostly with senior citizens and And i know you love that job too oh my gosh yes yes. i i became family like or or let me rephrase that those families became my family Mm -hmm. and i remember the first time that you know one of them passed oh my god yeah he killed me i was like i'm not ready for this yeah but it became it became more than a job it really was a passion so that's just a little bit about me that that kind of makes my heart like oh yeah for sure they I do become it. family <laughs> yeah well that's interesting um i i i maybe now that i think about it and i've had a little bit of experience i i could probably go into like the medical field but as far as like a wound care <laughs> I, I don't have the stomach for it, which kind of leads into my next occupation, um, which uh, would I wanted to be a dentist. Um, mainly, I wanted to be a dentist because of the money. Like you see all these dentists driving these nice cars and they have these huge houses and I wanted that. Um, but there, it, it was kind of... Um, a little off-putting to me because I do have a sensitive, weak stomach. And it, as you know, if you've ever gone to the dentist, which I believe most people have, um, it, it's not for the weak of, of stomach, you know, with uh, tooth pulling and drilling and all kinds of like, don't get me wrong, masochistic things that that take place in a dentist chair. Uh, I, I just didn't have the stomach for it. Um, but that's that's kind of why I decided not to do it. And also, there was another reason. Um, as I got a little older, I kept hearing that like dentists uh, had um, a high depression, high suicide rate. Really? Uh, yes. But with that being said, now that I've kind of looked at things, it's not really true. It's kind of one of those myths because I, I don't even know where it started. Um, But there's been many scientific studies that show that there is not any significant uh, higher rates of suicide between dentists and like any other medical profession. So that kind of is out the window. But, you know, when I was younger, that was my thing is I don't want to I don't want to like off myself. (laughs) I am such a blunt person, believe it or not. I know. No way. I know. That's so hard. No way. But I'm such a blunt person that I would not do well as a dentist because I'd be like, yo, you'll 
Mm, your breath is rank. What you been? You been eating dog poop? Like, what did you have for breakfast? We can't have this. We're we're gonna have to refuse service. I can't. It's coming through my mask. Like, oh my it's gosh. making my eyes water. Right. You need to step out. Go brush your teeth. Like, no, you need to take a a toilet brush cleaner uh, and <laughs> oh start God. scrubbing. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty blunt. <laughs> but you know what's you know what's funny about dentists is I don't know if you've ever seen that movie Little Shop of Horrors. So. Yes. Not not whores, horrors. <laughs> yeah. um, when Steve Martin plays the dentist, and uh, he is like like the masochistic, he kind of gets off on causing people pain, and he even says it in his song, uh, "I am your dentist." You know, I love that song. But anyways, it's funny because every time I go to the dentist now, uh, I think of that one part when uh, Bill Murray was in the chair, and he was so excited, and he's like, "I'm gonna get a candy bar. I'm gonna get a candy bar," and he. He was like so he wanted the pain and i'm just like i don't want the pain but i'm like i don't feel like as scared as i used to be because i've gone so many times but every time it's funny i always tell the dentist that too and they laugh i um i have a, a weird sense of humor also and i told my last dinner uh, let me go back real quickly i just want to say this i love going to the dentist it doesn't bother me i don't mind it but I will interview you before you extract a tooth or have to do anything with a needle in my mouth. I want to make sure that you do the wiggle. Um, what is the Oh wiggle? yeah. Oh, like before they, before they uh, <laughs> shoot you up with the Novocaine, they wiggle your thing. Yeah. Your gums. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Think you better, you better wiggle it as you're putting that 12 inch. That, I have noticed that that does help. It does. Yes. Help. Yeah. I want to make sure that you do that. And if you don't, you better do it that day. And secondly, I am not a fan of uh, Caucasian dentist. Really? I prefer, I prefer African-American dentist. Oh, that's interesting. And my very first dentist, it was a female. She was brutal. She was so strong. She did amazing work. And it was like from, and her partner was a big like i mean like strong uh black guy and he i fell in love with him as soon as he started like putting his fingers in my mouth oh my god <laughs> and then when i had um like that's just something I, that i look at i don't know why i have no clue but uh my last dentist was uh, in kingwood and I chose him specifically. And when he did an extraction, he was like open wide. And I had some, to me, they were funny comments to him. It was funny comments too. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I could see where this is going. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's my preference. So I wouldn't have, I would not have chose you if you became a dentist. Like you, you were already stricken from the well, list. Well, that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> and I've seen your hands. You don't have very strong looking hands. Oh, girl. Wow, that's that's rude. <laughs> no. You don't know what these hands have been through. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, no, you definitely, uh, as much as I love you and being my friend, I, I would have to eh, move on. Okay. Next. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, For my last my last career the last thing that I wanted to be whenever I grew up was a PA I didn't want to become a doctor I wanted to become a physician's assistant and that I wanted to do for geriatrics 
And I really just wanted to focus on making sure that they were getting their medicine that they needed, that they were healthy and that I could be a part of a team that kept that generation going. Like for some reason, I know this is going to sound crazy, but older people have a lot of wisdom, um, a lot. Oh yeah. And they comes, have a lot of the territory, right? And it, they have a lot of information um, and their stories are just remarkable. It's like I could sit in, and be in awe. So maybe I shouldn't have been a PA or anything medical. Maybe I should have just been like a senior citizen counselor. <laughs> something. What, I guess I would be a, a therapist, a psychologist. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell them how to live their life. I just want to hear your story. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't, I mean, I guess they do, but I think a lot of psychologists and, and therapists are, have a lot to do with just listening. And not to get mm. off topic, but, you know, that's a major part of their thing is just listening because some people just need to be heard. Yeah, they do. And I mean, believe it or not, a lot of senior citizens, they don't get a lot of visitors. They right. get left behind. So, right. yeah. yeah. Aww. I, know. I love it. Well, let's, love let's move on from the Moreau's. <laughs> yes. Uh, so my... Uh, last option that I wanted to be when I grew up, um, and this should be as no surprise to anybody, was a game designer. Um, because as you know, I am an avid gamer. Uh, so that I even, I, I went to school shortly for it until I realized that I don't need to go to school for this. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I wanted to make games. I wanted to be part of that community. Um, and it was part of my passion. So why not? I might as well make money off of it. Um, but I, I kind of decided not to uh, for a few reasons. I, I kind of I dropped out of school because life happened. Um, I won't go into details with that, but I had to drop out of school. And <clears throat> I, I realized afterwards that you don't need to go to school to be a game designer. You literally can learn everything that you want off of the Internet. There is so many resources. There is so many YouTube channels. There's everything that you could possibly want for free online um, and game designers that when they hire you, they don't look at what kind of degree you have. And that goes for a lot of jobs nowadays, but that's beside the point. Um, they look at your portfolio, your portfolio. So if you're literally sitting there just making games all day and they're good and you get the word out, then, you know, they tend to look more at what you can do rather than what you, uh, what degree you have. Um, but another reason that, I didn't pursue this was because I had I didn't have a lot of motivation um, at, at that point in time. Um, and I didn't really see myself as artistic or creative. I didn't give myself credit. I, you know, I kind of put myself down in that aspect. But one memorable thing that stood out that kind of turned me off was when I was in game design class, we had to make a, um, a level, a video game level that other people would play. And I spent so much time on it, um, perfecting it, doing everything. And there was one bug that completely ruined the entire project. And I, for the life of me, could not figure out how to fix it. I tried everything. I tried getting help. Nobody could could figure out what was going on. So I had to redo my entire level. 
And that was a lot of work. And even when I redid it, it still happened. What? Yes. So I just decided that I don't want to spend my time doing all of this for one thing to ruin it. Which, now looking back, um, I, I probably could have figured it out. Uh, but it, I guess, demoralized me. It, it, it made me feel like I wasn't good enough. So I just was like, Aww. screw this. I'm just going to not do this anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. That sucks. Did you have you ever thought about finding out what that bug is? Like, is it cockroach? I mean, what is it? That game has been deleted from my mind, from my hard drive, <laughs> from everything because that is like a nightmare to me. So I haven't ever gone back and tried to do it. Now I have like dabbled in trying to think of board games to make because obviously there's no bugs in board games. Um, there, there might be things that you can revise and edit, but it's not going to ruin your entire experience. So there, you know, I've dabbled in trying to make a few board games here and there, but that hasn't really taken off. But again, I've had life happen and things happen and just haven't pursued it further. So yeah, I, I, I would like to. Maybe we should make a board game one day. That would be fun. Who? Us. Who's us? You got Me a mouse in your pocket? Me, Me and you. And you. Yeah. Me, you. You and the lens? No. Yes. No. no, the last time that we... No, the last time that we... Well, <laughs> we will leave the alcohol out of this one. There is no yeah. alcohol involved. Oh, my God. Bad that, oh, oh, no. I want to I erase that from my memory like I erased my game from my hard drive. Oof. Yeah, well, thanks to Facebook. It's a reminder. <laughs> it's a reminder. Every <laughs> yeah, oh, no. God. I'm okay. I uh, I'm not a I'm not a tech savvy person. We're learning this. Look how I mean. It took 20 minutes for me to figure out my <laughs> microphone. Um, again, so that's. I think that you would have been fantastic at it. I I would have loved to seen you know where where it went for you as a game designer. Um, and it's funny how all of those they are pretty much nothing what we are today completely left field (laughs) i'm a bus driver and i guess there's always been uh i I was brought up around big trucks like semi trucks and stuff because 18 wheel driving uh big rig that was part of my family with both my grandpas you know but they say that my stepdad was a truck driver for most of his life too yeah. And, you know, my both my grandpas were, they were a team. They drove as a team at one point in time. They belonged to the same VFW. Um, you know, they were really good friends. And I'm pretty sure that's how my mom and my dad met. They truck and... drive together? No. Oh. <laughs> Through my, my grandpa's driving together. Oh, um, okay. And I don't know. There's always... a. I've always been really good at driving. I mean, hell, who else was taught whenever they were eight years old to drive on the main freeway with a a block of wood strapped to their foot so they could reach the pedals. So, you know, your, your papa didn't get in trouble for driving drunk. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have got in trouble. He might've got in trouble, but I don't know what really the trade-off is between having an eight-year-old with a 
block of wood strapped to her foot versus being caught driving drunk would be maybe because I was a safe driver. I was sober. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Well, we're not going to take you in because you're drunk. <laughs> yeah. But we'll take you in because you were irresponsible. <laughs> you don't have your license, ma'am. <laughs> but that was something I was taught how to drive at a young age. And I mean, very young. And um, yeah, so driving is just in my blood. Yeah. 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 And, and I've, gone completely left field with my profession now um with all those game designs and dentists and all that uh you know i sell drugs for a living legally (laughs) as a pharmacy technician let's not get that twisted um i was gonna call you a drug dealer but i was like (laughs) i mean i'm a legal drug dealer i mean technically i am he already called me rude once so (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, technically I am. And I guess that's just, you know, a joke in the profession that we're drug dealers. But, you know, uh, yeah. And and I, I, I like it that I, I think I might want to do something else. Maybe not as far as like pharmacy tech, but um, not in a corporation. Um, yeah. But yeah. And also now, now I'm an, a rookie executive producer for a podcast. So that's exciting. Yes. And I can't believe that i'm hosting my own uh podcast that's amazing and i like it should be the the table should be turned i feel like you should be the tech tech savvy one um you gotta start somewhere yeah start from the bottom now here mm. i want to spring something on you okay you ready sure all right i have made a little list whenever we became whenever we become famous and mm-hmm. we can book whoever we want or maybe these people will be like hey i want to be on your podcast Ooh. i have a list of i guess you can call it like a bucket list of people that i would like to have on as guests you ready the I- first one should be of no no surprise to anyone okay yadier molina St. Louis Cardinals, number four, catcher. Goat. Uh, oh, yeah, that, was, that should be no surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next one would be Joe Rogan. Mm, okay. Oh, I've kind of lost faith over him in only years, but okay. I mean, that's your thing. Yeah. The Then Cletus McFarlane. Cletus. <laughs> I knew you had no idea who that is. Uh, his real name is Garrett Mitchell. He has um, like banked off of the car world. Um, anybody who's anybody knows who Cletus McFarlane is. Hell yeah, brother. Mm-mm, not me. I guess I'm a nobody because I don't know who he is. I was That's thinking all. when you immediately when you said Cletus, I was thinking Simpsons. Uh, like the character Cletus. Yes. Yeah, so nope. Know yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google this. Like, I'm writing it down. I need to Google who Cletus is in The Simpsons. Um, the next one is Fryburger. You don't know who that is, too. Fryburger? That sounds like a yes. restaurant. No. That Fryburger, he is a, a very smart auto uh, mechanic. Pro, like, just 
in the auto world. Is and this and your this list be- or Sean's? No, list? yes, no. <laughs> yes, Sean, <laughs> Sean was shocked that this was my list, but no, these because I see them so much because of Sean. Like there, there, he watches a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff on YouTube and things like that, and I am not. Uh, I don't like any of them. And these are the ones that I do. There's, there's so many people that he watched that gets on my nerves and I just can't. Um, so, but this one you will know. Okay. Maybe. Sandra Bullock. Oh yes, absolutely. I would totally interview her too. I just want to, I just want to see her in person. Like oh I want her to like. You would die laughing with her. I believe so. And she would die laughing with us too, but she might find me creepy because I just wanted to touch her the size of her face oh my God. and her hair the sides of her face yeah like her cheeks i just want to put my like hands up pinch her cheeks i would pretend <laughs> i would pretend that i had a, a vision problem and i had to use oh my, my hands God. So <laughs> <stupid>. <laughs> um i only have two more okay elon musk only because i want to pick his brain like i want to stick my fingers in there and i i, I want to I just want to be like, what's it like inside this mind, this Mm -hmm. genius mind? Um, And last person, astronaut Scott Kelly. Okay. Is that, I know he's an astronaut, but was he one that when, whenever I was over at your house watching that launch, was he one of them? No. Okay. I do remember no i don't believe that that was him i think he had already come back he spent like a year in space and he has a twin brother and they ended up doing like um comparisons Mm -hmm. between him and his brother from prior to his one year in space and he took some marvelous pictures like i just i want to know what's out there what's he see like i've seen it through his camera lens um, and he, you know, had a, his own, if you will, daily lens. And I just find it to be completely intriguing. So there's a lot of people, though, that I would love to have on. Those are just the top ones that come to my mind. So I challenge you to come up with a better list. Well, I don't know if I could come up with as many as you had. Um, maybe two. I mean, you're putting me on the spot here, girl. Um, uh so I think the first person would probably be RuPaul. Uh, just because I I love RuPaul. Uh, I love drag race. I love everything drag, uh, drag queens, all of that. So I would definitely probably have RuPaul because first of all, she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Um, second of all, she's very inspirational. Um, you know, she's made a lot of people uh motivated and feel better about themselves so i think that that would be uh, a good thing for a few reasons um i think another person i would have would maybe be judge judy uh, I don't other than just because I love her she's so like outspoken and she doesn't give a damn she will tell you how it is um, but I, I just yeah um, and then I don't know after that I think Sandra Bullock would definitely be one for sure I would totally be on board with that <gasps> Ryan Reynolds oh my god Ryan He's Reynolds funny. he is He's hilarious and mm, girl he is <laughs> no 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 
We <clears throat> no girl, please. Mm-mm. No, his definitely super funny. I love his uh, tweets and and following him on social media. He has the best captions ever. Yes, he does. He also has like a few apps. I know like money saving apps or things like that, which I thought was very interesting coming from him. Um, I can't remember what it's called, Mint or something like that. Hmm. I don't know. Was, uh, I don't know. I would just, I would totally interview him. I bet. <laughs> You're talking like an oral interview. I know. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Shame on you. Um, other than that, I don't know. I don't know. That would be the end of our podcast life. It would be a great uh, story headline. Right. Co-host and <laughs> after <Yeah>. after oral <laughs> scandal. <laughs> All right. Um, so I I thought this was a great show. I'm that's it's exciting because it's our second. Well, I mean it's our third one. Technically um, third, yes. Yeah, it's technically our third. So I I love it. Um, I want to also remind everyone that you can follow us on the show's website, thedailylens.com, for all updates and blogs, as well as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can always find and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts from any supportive devices. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of this ever-growing show. I hope that you laughed and you had maybe, I don't know, created some, some conversation topics to have with other people in your life regarding what you wanted to be whenever you grew up. Um, until next time, please remember to be kind, breathe. And take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye.